I'm gonna let you fly solo on that one. But I don't know the rest of the lyrics. Neither do I. No. You better. You better. You better. You better. You better, you better risk your life. Hello and welcome to Cracking One Open with. Oh no! She's usurped me, Mike. <laughs> and Elise. And this week, we are coming to you with one of the newest releases from our beloved Two Roads Brewing Company right over in Stratford, Connecticut. Um, it's going to be officially joining their year-round lineup of beers, actually. Ooh. It's called... Cloudsourced! Yeah, you took I was going to ask for a drum roll. Right, fine, whatever. <laughs> it's called Cloudsourced Hazy Juicy IPA. So I am really excited to be featuring this one. I was maybe a little hesitant to feature another beer from Two Roads because we don't want to play favorites too hard on this podcast. Hard. But but honestly, on my first taste of Cloudsourced, it shot right to the top of my list as far as their regular beers go, like right up there with uh, Lil Heaven, which is just one of my favorite beers in general. You say you don't want to play favorites, but we're also going to play favorites next week, too, with another one. Yeah, favorites. I know. All right. All right. <laughs> Um, and that pilot series that they had last summer with the um, the super orange hazy IPA with the the coffee notes. Listen, two roads. I love you. All right, you you were my first brewery, and <laughs> I'll never forget that. And I did join your cellar dwellers club, so I'm not over Woo! you. But if you don't bring back Geyser goes, uh oh, there's gonna be like, trouble. It's just never gonna be the same between us, two roads. It's just never gonna be the same between us. <laughs> You gave me my favorite beer of all time. The weirdest beer. And then I thought it was going away and I was sad. Yep. But I knew I would get over it when it was limited. But then you brought it back and it made it seem like it was a forever it was a beer. ray of hope. Yep. And then you took it away from me again. And that was the most unkindest cut of all. <laughs> anyway, yeah, CloudSource is pretty good. <laughs> so here's a little bit about CloudSourced from a Two Roads press release. The development of CloudSource took eight months to perfect. Master brewer Phil Markowski said of this latest release, we've been experimenting with different formulas and techniques along the juicy, hazy IPA theme. Some of these experiments have been really well received in our tasting room. Uh, side note, because as I mentioned before, Two Rose almost always has uh, what they call either a shop series as well as a pilot series that's available in their tasting room. I feel like the pilot series is more experimental. The pilot series are beers they put out as like pilot episodes. That's why it's yeah. called the pilot. So they put it out there. If it does well in the tasting room and people like it. Yeah, it's they, like a. They're more likely to put it out as an actual beer. Exactly. The shop series is just it's, trying. It's smaller batches. So the, the pilot goes pretty quick. Yeah. But yeah, the shop series um, is, stands for specialty hop pale ale. Yeah. So it's always the same beer. Mm hmm. It's just different hops in it to show you what exactly. hops will do to a beer. Yep. To shine it a, a spotlight on the unique characteristics of the hops. But yeah, back to the press release. <laughs> uh, talking about cloud sourced, Brewmaster Phil went on to say, the last pilot brew of this beer sold out in the tasting room in less than two weeks. The consumer reaction convinced us that we had nailed it and it was time to launch. Um, and here's how Two Roads describes the brew itself. Cloud Sourced is a 6.5% hazy, juicy IPA that has an intense citrus juiciness balanced with a soft malt core that puts you on cloud nine. Cloud Sourced is brewed with, get ready for this, Cascade, Columbus, Centennial, Simcoe, Chinook, and Citra Hops. Woo! I had to use my other hand. It's true. 
<laughs> and the director of marketing explained how the name Cloud Source is kind of a perfect fit for the beer because it ties beautifully into its hazy look and soft, pillowy mouthfeel uh, while crowdsourcing uh, all of our <laughs> brewing team's knowledge and experience in developing the IPA. So let's talk about hops, baby. There's a ton of them in here, and we already covered a few of them recently, so I'm just going to kind of touch on what each one brings to the table. Simcoe has bright citrus flavors with earthy undertones, aromas of grape, pine, and herbs, and it's used for both bittering and aroma purposes. This one is also called Cascade on Steroids. And on that note, Cascade Hops, which were pioneered back in the 1950s and released in the 70s, um, they have since become one of the most popular American hops, which is good because it grows fast and has a high yield, but it doesn't store well. <laughs> um, but because it's used so much, storage just isn't an issue. Cascade leans floral with elements of citrus and a hint of grapefruit. Next up is Centennial, which is also similar in its characteristics to Cascade. It's very versatile and it has a, a depth of bitterness due to its earthy and floral nature. A depth of bitterness. You like that? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's similar to Cascade, um, it's not used as widely or consistently for some reason. And although it is right now experiencing a, a rise in popularity in craft breweries. And Citra Hops are much newer. Those were released back in 2008 and uh, is now extremely popular for the aroma that it imparts on a brew. Its flavor profile includes grapefruit, lime, and tropical fruit, but it does tend to be on the more bitter side. And Columbus is pretty interesting. Its exact hop lineage is unknown, but the name is actually the result of a legal battle between two parties that were trying to patent the same hop. Mm. So technically, Columbus and Tomahawk hops are the same thing. They just, they're just patented to different people. So you can buy Columbus hops and Tomahawk hops. And get the same result. Interesting. Yeah. What I like about is you're like, these hops have no direct lineage. As if like one brewer opened his door one day and there were just <laughs> hops on the table. And it was just like a note that said like, here, here's a hop. Give him a good home. Like he's like in a basket, <laughs> like he left at a church. Like it was just there one day. Or alternative like Audrey too, just all of a sudden there Daddy. was a blackout. <laughs> Shang doo-loop. <laughs> I really like that visual, actually. You like that visual till that hop because starts Because the hop over can open with people. the jaw. Yeah. <laughs> feed me, at least feed me. <laughs> Where was I in my notes? You were oh, talking yeah. about Audrey too. <laughs> so Columbus hops are generally used late in the boil process and they have an herbal flavor with a lemony citrusy back note that works well in a lot of different beer styles. And last but not least, we've got Chinook, which has piney, uh, resinous, spicy, and even smoky, like earth-like qualities, depending on how you use it, with robust flavors of grapefruit. Grapefruit is definitely a recurring theme here. Um, but Chinook seems to be more of an outsider in this group of hops that Two Roads chose for Cloud Source because this hop, while it works in an American style beer. It's more often used in winter and seasonal ales, hmm. uh, barley wine, porter and stouts. Interesting. So that's an interesting pick. I think I will like understand why, but we'll get to that when I taste the beer. All right. <laughs> well, that's all I got. So let's crack this baby open. Woo! <laughs> Can I just let you in on a secret? Uh-huh. This is my favoriteest part of the podcast. <laughs> The reveal? No, where we get to drink the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's so much of a secret. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ooh, the smell. Ah, it smells so good, even just in the can. Ooh, that smell. Smells really good. Smells very citrusy. It does. And piney. A little bit of pininess. A lot of grapefruit. It does have the the hops implied. It does have quite a yeast smell, though. Like it's Mm -hmm. all those hops, but it doesn't lose like a heavier yeast. Yeah. Yeah. It's light. It is hazy, but it's very light, but it Mm -hmm. is very hazy. Very hazy. It's very hazy, but very light. Kind of a straw yellow. Mm, A little sweet. I don't know if I've ever really experienced like what a pillowy mouthfeel is before this beer. It's so accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, I really well, There's can't. a beer we had after this that also says it's got a pillowy mouthfeel that did indeed have a pillowy mouthfeel. Oh, yeah, that's true. But yes, this is this is very easy, easy drinking. Mm-hmm. It's not heavy at all, even though it's. A hazy IPA and there's seven hops in it. You'd think there'd be so much going on that it would not be an easy drink. Yeah. But it is super, super easy to drink. The hops must all be so compatible to not clash with each other. Well, now here's where I'm going to tell you why I think the Chinook hops goes in there. Okay. Explain the Chinook hop again to me. What were those last couple notes you had about Chinook hop? Smoky, earthy. Smoky, earthy. Mm -hmm. Completely going against the fruity, piney. Yeah. That's probably what's there to keep the other ones at bay. So you got the other five hops that are mm-hmm. all like in your face. Yeah. Bitter, bitter, piney, piney, bitter, bitter, <laughs> fruity, piney, piney, piney. And the, the, the burnt Kinda earthy tones notes it all back. tones it all down. Like okay. that's in there going, hey, hey guys, let's work together. Let's Come chill. On. Gather around, gather around. We got to make a good beer. Everybody sit down. Stop with your pininess. Stop with your fruitiness. Stop with your bitterness. Let's find and a your way lemony, citrony, citrusy. Let's find a way to work together. Oh, no, this shit's lemony and citrusy for for reals. <laughs> oh, yeah. But nothing like clashes. It all works together and it's not overpowering. And it's not like you get like 80 different flavor. It doesn't have like a this evolution of like this long lingering taste of like, now it's this, now it's this. Now I can taste this. Yeah. It, it's not a complex taste. It's just citrusy. It's I don't get any other like tropical fruits, really. It's It really shines a light on the grapefruit and the lemon for me. Yeah, the lemon's definitely present. I'd say more on the nose than anything else. Yes. And you definitely get that grapefruitiness, which is pretty much present in most hazy IPAs. Mm-hmm. But like it's a lightness to it that really makes it nice. Yeah. And the, the I taste... never knew how much I liked grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> and the taste doesn't linger either. The taste is in and out. Yeah. Kind of. Which is nice because you can you can have this. I wouldn't recommend really eating too much with this. This is not really a meal beer, but you no. could. Like if we went to Two Roads Brewery, sat down at the bar. <sighs> I miss doing that. I know. <laughs> and we got, let's say they have Pizza Co right across the street, which Pizza Co is an awesome pizza place in Stratford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. If you have not gone yet, check out Pizza Co. For sure. Their brick oven pizza is amazing. Or any of the food trucks that are at Two Roads every day. Are, yeah, they're almost <clears throat> always fantastic. And you get something, you bring it back up to the brewery. If I was already drinking this. Sometimes they'll even bring it up to you, which feels so luxurious. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, if I got any of that and I'd I had pr- a cloud sourced. Yeah. I'd be all right with that. Yeah. Like I know usually if we're if we're chilling at two roads, we'll get whatever round we get with the food will be chosen specifically, specifically. to go with that food. Yeah. yeah. But if I already had a cloud sourced and like let's say we didn't have an exact time the pizza would be ready or whatever and it came up, the cloud source perfectly it fine works, to eat with it. For sure. You would just I would say the reason I wouldn't recommend eating with this beer, not because the beer would interrupt the food, but because the food no. would interrupt the taste of the beer a little bit. Definitely. It's such a I don't want to say it's a faint taste, but it's not strong. It's it, not in it your would face. Be, it would be overpowered easily by food. Yes. 
This is a super easy drinking beer year round. That's fine. I think this is way more for me. Something I'd want now, now that it's April, it's getting to be mm-hmm. the springtime and in the summer. Yeah. Because this is one of the few hazy IPAs I think you can really have in the summer and not be like, this is Ugh. really driving me down. Yeah. Because you want in the summertime, you want something that's light. You want, you want something you can drink. Mm-hmm. Outside and yeah, and have a whole bunch of and not sweat more because you're drinking that beer. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really happy that this is joining their their year round inventory. It really is amazing. And there was a big build up to it coming out too that they put online. They Mm -hmm. did a lot of media, social media for it, and I can yeah, I can totally see the image of this can for like months. Yeah, they teased about it for a while, Mm -hmm. but that that probably is because they people that were in the brewery when this pilot was out, which I don't remember if we even had this pilot. Well, it might've, but not remembered. We prob- yeah, we probably did. And it just didn't have the name, but, uh, we were there often enough or we, <clears throat> we were there often enough. <laughs> True. But that's such a fantastic. So good. IPA. And if you're looking for a beer with seven, eight, 10 hops, what other beer are you going to get? This is the only beer with like six hops <laughs> that we've done so far. Yes. Uh, so I'd like to talk about the can art now. Of course. So Two Roads is different than most local breweries, I think, around here that we go to because Two Roads is kind of the Two Roads is, I, I think at this point you could just say it's made it big. Yeah. So I, I read in an article somewhere that they're actually one of like the top 50 craft breweries in like the U.S. That wouldn't surprise me, especially I just the other day they announced that they're now in Southern California. Yep. So they're that's huge. That's they're now like all the way across. So their cans, not surprisingly, aren't just a label slapped on the can. It's actually like heat sinks or whatever to the can. Mm-hmm. It covers the whole can. And uh, Two Roads is kind of interesting because their cans tend to be kind of trippy-ish. Not like super yeah. trippy, but like a very interesting kind of design. Like you've got the Two Roads hands giving you the OK symbol, the peace sign, the rock on sign, thumbs up. And it's essentially, it looks like 90% of the can is light blue sky and you got a little sun on the top and it's all floating over this nice little valley, green valley with rivers and a city in the middle, uh, silhouetted, which is probably Stratford. Those buildings are really big. Um, Two Roads is located in Stratford, but it is not this metropolis-like city that shows down there, but a city. And it's called Cloud Source because in the clouds, the clouds are all hops. And I know it's supposed to look peaceful and it does look peaceful because it's a beautiful day in the valley. Yeah. But those shadows loom large, yeah. especially one shadow directly over the city, like a hop. Mm-hmm. It actually looks more like the poster for the uh, movie Arrival with Amy Adams. Oh, I was thinking, show me day. what you got. Or yes, the big the big faces <laughs> from Rick and Morty. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. While you're wearing your Rick and Morty shirt right yep. now. <laughs> That's what it has reminded me of this entire time. <laughs> I, can, I absolutely can see that. So it's a little, the hops are a little threatening, but it's still a cool can and it's very bright. I really like that it's very, it's very subtle springy because the the valley and the, the land actually takes maybe the bottom inch of the can. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the can is all that light blue sky. It is very springy. Yeah. Covers the entire can on the top. It says get lost in the clouds. And uh, I know I said it a couple episodes ago. And this one, again, it's one of our very few 12 ounce cans, short yeah. boys that we've, yep. we've done. Uh, most of them come in the pint cans now. So you you do buy these in six packs or more mm-hmm. in the, the shorter cans. I think cans. it's only available in six packs mm-hmm. right now. That's that's fair, yeah. yeah. So Unlike Little Heaven, which comes in the the bus, the, the giant bus. Yeah. Well, that's because that's like one pack. of their standards, yeah. Yeah. And probably their most popular because it's so easy drinking. Yeah. Uh, we'll maybe do an episode on Little Heaven at, at some point, but Little Heaven's <laughs> been out there for a while. It's true. Six point five percent alcohol by volume and yellow writing. That's pretty much the can. The, the back of the can is the same as the front of the can. It's just this really bright, nice can. Perfect to come out now mm-hmm. because as Easter is approaching, it really matches with all those yeah, Easter colors. It is and stuff. good timing. So if you were to have a can, if you were putting out cans to match the season, yeah. this can would go perfectly. It's true. 
yeah, that's what I got. That's the description of the can. And <laughs> we described the beer and it's fantastic. Yeah. We're both pretty far into these beers already. Dangerously yeah, I'm good. Almost, I'm almost done. They'll, they're, it won't be on the cast, but while we're recording this podcast, I'll be on my second beer at yep. some point. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, Sooner rather than later. So yeah, this is one of the few beers where I really, we didn't really want to wait to do an episode on it. Mm-hmm. And we drank our first six pack pretty much in just a couple of days. Yeah. And then Oops. went and got two more to make sure that we had enough for this cast <laughs> before we ran out of those. So this is, this is really is... I know, like she said, we at least said we talk two roads all the time, but there's there's a reason for that. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch of breweries close to us and they all put out some great stuff. But two roads consistently puts out fantastic beer. And that yeah. is because of Phil Markowski, the the brewmaster. Yeah, just, there's a reason amazing. why he's called the brewmaster. I mean, you're just the brewmaster if you run the brewery. But yes, yeah, he's but also like the he's earned the title. Master. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I see him at events for two roads and stuff like it's that, like it's like he's a celebrity. A celebrity. <laughs> but yes. Another fantastic beer by Two Roads. Great job. Love it. All right. So uh, that's this beer. What else you got for me, baby? <sighs> hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> well, of course, I had to circle back to this. Um, so I finished Tiger King. And- really? Sorry. I, I told you I was going to do a second one. I, uh, you know, I'm not sorry. I didn't think you were. Go on. It was wild. <laughs> <laughs> Um, The last two episodes are just completely off the rails. How Carol Baskin is not in jail is beyond me. And honestly, Jeff Lowe probably belongs in jail, too, even if he didn't set Joe up. So I've seen a bunch of articles hinting that there is actually going to be a reunion episode, which I am all for. I feel like they could have done kind of a deep dive on some things that they just kind of glossed over, like Doc Antle's boob job sex cult. Um, What's there to know? He's got a boob job sex cult. (laughs) He didn't cover anybody in sardine oil and feed them to their tigers. (laughs) But um, A, I have not seen any actual confirmation from Netflix that this is happening. This is coming from Jeff Lowe. B, Carol Baskin apparently refuses to participate due to the way that she was portrayed in the docuseries. Shocker. And C, Joe Exotic is still in jail. But then again, it's not like that would stop him from doing like phone interviews. Um, And apparently he called the filmmakers from jail just last week to let them know uh, how thrilled he is with Tiger King's popularity. And yesterday, as we are recording this, that was Monday the 6th, Mm -hmm. even though time doesn't matter anymore. Netflix confirmed that Tiger King is still the most watched show in the U.S. for a whopping 15 day streak, beating out other shows like Love is Blind or Spencer Confidential that only held the spot for five consecutive days each. So- well, Spencer Confidential is also a film, so yeah, it doesn't have as many episodes. It doesn't grab people as much. That's true. And it's also not in the cultural zeitgeist. And honestly, unfortunately, people are garbage and people <laughs> like garbage and Tiger King is garbage. Yep. I mean, it might be watchable That's garbage because right you now. can't not watch a car crash, but yeah, it is garbage. That's where we are. And of course, Joe Exotic loves the fact that the show is so popular because it makes him look like the good guy and Carol Baskin look like she actually yep. killed her husband. They so actually, even if he did set up that murder, it's like he was doing the world a favor. <laughs> <laughs> the article that I read um, said that he was, quote, tickled pink about it. And I was like, that sounds 100% accurate. Makes him look crazy, which I'm pretty sure he knows he is. Oh, yeah. But also makes him look like the hero kind of a little bit. A little Compared bit. to the other two. They're, they're all terrible people. Yeah. But you're right. It, it's like a train wreck. <laughs> can't look away. Even I couldn't look away. And I'm usually pretty good at that stuff. You are. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I got. What you got? 
I got a bit of news. Oh, yeah. But what's fun and interesting this time is it's not pop culture related. It's beer related news. Oh, what? Right. So I just want to give a shout out to Dockside Brewery in Milford, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Devon, Milford, Connecticut. The section of Milford that everyone gave its own little township name to because no one likes Devon. (laughs) That is my home turf right there. Devon, Connecticut. Not three streets away from where I used to live. My parents' house. Dockside has opened. uh, Has revitalized the dock area, kind of. You bitch. Ah, <laughs> karma. What goes around comes around. <laughs> you never think it's going to happen to you, though. Don't dish it if you can't take it. So Dockside has opened kind of for weekend pours and their food menus out. They have brick oven pizza. They have burgers, wings, uh, all that kind of good stuff. Wrap salads. Yep. They're open seven days a week for food between 4 and 7 p.m., which is kind of weird hours. I kind of wanted to try their food for lunch today, but I was not able to grab it. Next mm. time we get beer from there, maybe we'll grab some pizza or something to see what it's like. I'm interested. For um, sure. But yeah, the, the brewery from the outside looks fantastic. The logo yeah. looks really cool. We've had I'm, two I'm more the- excited to try some of the food sitting out on the deck facing the marina. Oh, yeah, for sure. They've really done a lot to that marina area, added a whole bunch of parking spaces where if you know that area, it's like, had they had that many parking spaces to that small area? Yeah. I don't know. It must have all been like grassy hill and they just kind of shaved it down. I think they filled in some of the cliff too. Yeah. But it looks really cool. And one thing I was a little concerned about was the quality of the beer Mm -hmm. because obviously like, all right, location, 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 but is the beer any good yeah and like we there's a lot of local breweries where we have been going to them regularly for a a certain amount of time and experienced a a definite growth in their quality Mm -hmm. so like for a a brewery that is literally just starting out like they were originally planning to open on saint patrick's day and that's when all of the the shit hit the fan basically Mm -hmm. so they weren't able to to do that um well they also weren't done (laughs) <laughs> they thought they'd be done, yeah, but their parking lot was still getting done an and all that kind that of stuff. Too, yeah. They've been wanting to open, pushing their days back. I think they were mm-hmm. super excited to open, but their building wasn't quite done in time. Yeah. Like, I think they had their brew tanks and stuff so they could start brewing. Mm-hmm. And then it took too long to get the actual building done. And they were just like, let's go. Yeah. But it's it's awesome. And we've had two of their beers, which yeah. are great. Uh, we had Keeping Juicy or Feeling Juicy. Feeling Juicy and, and Califragilistic. Califragilistic, which was a West Coast IPA, which I don't really like. Usually. Um, to be fair, I've only had two or three and there was one I just straight up really did not like. Yeah. The other we had at Two Roads, which at first I was like, oh, no, it's another one of these. Yeah. And it then, was actually a collaboration with another brewery out, out on the, the West, West Coast. Coast. I can't remember the name. And at first I didn't like it. But then about halfway through that one pint I had, I started to like it. And I think I got second a second pint you at did, the same yeah. time. Yeah. So <laughs> I ended up kind of warming up to it. This one, though, was right away. I loved it. Yeah. And I love their can design. Mm-hmm. It's very simplistic and they just different color cans, depending on what beer you get, at yeah. least for right now. And I think that's really cool. They'll probably change that eventually when they have liquor stores and stuff like that, because you want your cans to kind of look Yeah, well, a we different. also got the 32 ounce Crowlers and the 16 ounce Tall Boys. In the next so step, yeah. We don't. we also don't know yet if it's going to be dependent upon the size. True. But again, those two beers are really good. Yeah. And I like that everything's handwritten, like the name, on the, side the, of the canning crowd, date, yeah. and the, yeah. So hopefully the food's really good. The brewery so far, like those two beers are fantastic. So yeah. I have nothing but, I'm very excited once they put out their next beer starting mm-hmm. on Thursday or Friday. I think Thursday. I think, yeah. Very excited to see what they put out next. Really love those beers. They do have kind of a mug club membership kind of yep. a thing. So- I'm already a member of Two Roads. 
Uh, eventually, I'd love to be a member of Tribus, but Tribus is kind of like they put it out every once in a while because they already have like their yeah, members. Yeah, and it sells out really fast. So it's tough to become a member of Tribus. Next time we get a chance, I want to do it. I think it's every Black Friday, right? Black Friday, they definitely do it, but I think they do it again oh. midway through the year. So interesting. I think, but yeah, Tribus, we coming for you next. Yep. But <laughs> uh, Dockside definitely has um, their own Mug Club membership. Mm-hmm. They call it a mug club. So my guess is it's something similar to Stony Creeks. Yeah. Where you have the thing there. You can personalize it. You have a ticket. Right. That- and I guess you get a boot on your birthday. Because oh, they posted awesome. that video. Somebody, one of their first members, uh, part of their lifetime members, yeah. had a mug and they drank the mug on the video <laughs> for him in honor of his birthday. So I know that the there's a yearly membership, but there's also the lifetime membership. Lifetime membership is $500. It gets you the membership for life, obviously. Which is, if you think about it, a if good deal. It is a good deal. Yeah. Especially now that, if you, you know. Can- have the cash yeah. to shell if out. If you know, like, I know the good beer is good now. Mm-hmm. So if I had the cash to shell out right now, unfortunately, I'm not very liquid right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely something to think about because it, it is a really great location. Hopefully it revitalizes the Devon area, makes people not think of Devon as kind of the, the poop stain of Milford. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because Devon's really not. And I don't get why people always say that. <laughs> but maybe when I was when I was younger, maybe it was. But definitely not for the last, you know, not now. No, they've 15, been, 20 they've years. Been it has not beautifying been beautifying yeah. it for a long time. It's it's nice in the front. The trash that used to live there when I was younger doesn't live there anymore. The mm-hmm. the murderous biker bar is gone. So <laughs> I don't understand why people still Robert are afraid. De Niro and, and Al Pacino filmed there because it looked like a murder bar. <laughs> and also that was objectively their worst film (laughs) certainly Robert De Niro's worst movie (laughs) that was garbage Righteous Kill was hot garbage come at me (laughs) oh my god that movie was bad and that was literally not just my hometown that was my street yeah and I'm I'm here to say that Righteous Kill was a garbage town movie (laughs) that movie was awful But hopefully now people will go to uh, Dockside and see that Devon's nice. Maybe it'll revitalize the area. More people go to the shops around there, Mm -hmm. the restaurants around there. They've got a lot of really cute shops opening up. They do. And it's real close to Two Roads. Yep. It's real close to Tribus. So do that brewery tour. Yeah. But yeah, I do like that. You know, Milford's got three breweries now, so we're on Mm -hmm. the map. Milford Point, Tribus, Dockside. So- we haven't done a Dockside. I wanted to put Dockside in the news right now because they are releasing a different beer every week. So it's tough to pin one down. Yeah. And, and they like, literally just one. started releasing beer last week. Yeah. So it's tough to point down like, boom, this is going to be one that they're going to keep doing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's tough for us to grab a beer and do an episode on it. Be like, go grab yours today. Yeah. Because literally they started releasing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And every day that beer sold out. Well, they so, say sold out, but it could have just be they just don't sell it. They only sell it that one day. They, they don't sell it. Say it sold out. It sold so much. That's well, when I called for takeout on, on Saturday. That pills they, they sold out. Yeah. Yes. But we also don't know what's their standard beer. Yeah. So is, is feeling juicy something they're always going to have? Or is that I just really like one time? I so. That was you know, so good. Is Califragilistic going to be something they have all the time? Is yeah. that Pilsner going to be one they have all the time? It's like. Once they kind of hone down their menu and it's, it's, you see stuff, we see stuff on the standard rotation, mm-hmm. then we'll kind of do an episode on it and be like, yeah, sure. go get yours. Yeah. It's tough for us to do an episode go, last Friday, it was totally there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know now. <laughs> so, but check out Dockside when you can. Every weekend they put out a new beer. Right now it's just curbside pickup. Yep. And this, all this craziness blows over. Hopefully we can all go down there and have a pint. Yes. Cheers to that. Oh Yeah. But that's what I got. I thought I'd bring out some brewery news. Everything else is uh, 
not great news right now. So yeah. I, I just thought I'd point out. Keep it light. Keep it light. Oh, yeah. <laughs> light like this delicious cloud sauce. Oh, man. So I do want to do a shout out. I know we're doing Tribus next week, probably, right? Most we're likely. We're going to do their, yeah. their cream, their new beer. They put out cream because uh, it sounds very interesting. Yep. Uh, Actually, a collaboration <clears throat> between Tribus and Alvarium. Ooh, which I do like Alvarium. Mm-hmm. So... Tribus is putting out a collaborative beer with a bunch of other breweries, including Other Half NYC. Or I guess the beer was created by Other Half NYC. Okay. And the proceeds to this beer will go toward the hospitality industry, Very which nice. has been hit lately. So uh, that's really nice. Partial proceeds will go to the hospitality industry, which desperately needs it. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them. I don't know if we're going to do an episode based on that beer, but just I want to shout it out to like, hey, if you go to Tribus or any of these other breweries, they unfortunately right now don't list the other breweries that are going to do the collaboration. Okay. But it but sounds like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Go there. If they have all together beer, just know partial proceeds will go help those who've been affected, you know, mm-hmm. from your favorite breweries and help them out. So definitely go pick up a six pack of something, pick up all together beer. Even if it sucks, pick up a six pack of all together beer just to help <laughs> some people out. Beer is beer when it comes down to it, really. But that's not true. There's some shitty beer. <laughs> I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that's not who we are. There is shitty beer out there. We don't do episodes on it because it sucks. Unless we haven't had the beer and we accidentally drink it. But I will grin and bear it and say that that beer is fantastic. It hasn't happened yet. But one day it might. (laughs) Very rarely I don't like beer. But sometimes I don't like beer. Anyway. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. And if you enjoyed it. Please share it with your friends and subscribe to catch our future episodes. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Kraken1Open or shoot us an email at Kraken1Open at gmail.com. All right. Want to do some plugs? Oh, yeah. I've got other podcasts that I do. I've got... Forgotten Cinema that I do with my buddy Mike Field, where we look at a forgotten film every week that for for some reason have been forgotten by audiences, whether Mm -hmm. it because a more popular movie came out at the same time or the movie simply didn't catch on with an audience member in its initial run. We discuss what we love about it, maybe what we don't love about it, give you fun facts about the film, and then t- discuss why we think it was forgotten. Uh, so that comes out every Wednesday. Check us out on social media at Forgotten Cinema Pod. We put out commercials every week as well that are really funny and good, as well as different <laughs> fun facts and quotes that we do throughout the episode. I've also got two player bros that I do with my buddy Dave Cannon, about two guys who play way too many video games where we do a deep dive or exploration on different video games. Every week we cover the gamut from all systems. So if you like it, we got it. Uh, This upcoming episode, when you're listening to this this week, we Mm -hmm. will be putting out an episode on Doom Eternal. And then the week after that, we're going to be doing an episode on Resident Evil 3. So we've got a lineup of of games coming up. If you want to learn about them, our opinions and fun facts about their production, come join us. Both of those podcasts are available wherever podcasts can be found. Very nice. And a special thanks for our theme, which was composed and performed by Joe Record. Till next time, baby. Don't we do once again. <laughs> we've been drinking Cloud Sourced by Two Roads. And join us next week for our episode on cream. Nom, nom, nom. Cheers. Cheers. This beer is just so good.